<laughs> is that your like inner sex voice? Because that's having good. It's my outer sex voice. <laughs> All right. So th- we can cut this together. So that's what I'll do. Okay, ready? I'll just yeah. do the intro. Okay. Uh, ready? All right. Welcome back to another episode of Shit That Goes On Our Heads. We're wrapping up season three. Can you ladies believe it? Nope. No, not even in a million years. Do you hear my did you hear me pop my pee? (laughs) (laughs) Did you wear your pants again? Did I wet my pants? Yeah. (laughs) No, I am wearing pants. So success. (laughs) <laughs> you you got ready you put on makeup you're ready to go right sort of <laughs> chapstick and pants oh chapstick okay it's like lip gloss yeah <laughs> sweatpants yeah. and a pee pad we're good I know. exactly I, know. I just cannot believe we're wrapping up season three i mean it's been an incredible an incredible season and I mean, this year has been been huge. Jumping right into season four is going to be incredible. We got some really exciting guests lined up, and ooh, what was that? Frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, what a way to end the season. I mean, do you want to talk? Let's actually let's start there. Let's yeah. start talking about how we ended the season. So um, I don't know, Dirty Skittles, T yeah. Rex, who wants to take this one? Well, let me fangirl for a second. I cannot believe we ended the season with somebody who I looked up to and saw almost like like a unicorn. Like they were a role model, but somebody I never thought I would ever get to shoot the shit with on our episode. And that was Viv. Yeah, it's the same for me. Like she is a personal hero to me, a personal friend. And um, I actually need to thank um, my wife. Lisa the lesbian, because if it wasn't for her, Viv probably wouldn't have come on, right? We we met Viv in the city in June, and uh, my wife just kept prodding on, you know, just kept saying, you got to be on the on the podcast, you got to be on the podcast. And finally, Viv gave in. And um, <clears throat> I will tell you, I've, I've talked to her several times since our um, episode dropped, and she said it was so healing for her. And she felt so much love from from everyone that it it really brought so much joy to her her heart. So, um, you know, I I can't thank her enough. Yeah, I I mean, I listening back to it, it was everything I wanted to hear and more. It was incredibly powerful, yeah. insightful. There were some definitely some funny funny moments. <laughs> I was also really surprised to hear her background. That was that was something you don't get to hear a lot about from C suites traditionally is you know how they got where they are and and just such a such an incredible journey right i mean starting from cuba all the way to the c-suite and beyond grandkids i mean just just incredible no yeah she she is she's an incredible lady and um just it was such an honor to to be able to interview her yeah i feel like i'm still coming down off of that high i I think this season we just had some really cool unique guests on um, people that, you know, made us laugh, uh, made me think, made me cry, and, and just gave me a lot of insight into my my own heart, my own feelings. And it, it's been like a, an incredibly like healing season. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So I know I know the obvious answer. So I'm let's put Viv aside for this question. But other than Viv, um, like let's talk about some guests that really had a big impact. Maybe some highlights for some episodes, things like that. So, um, G Rex, do you want to start and talk about some some highlights or some really interesting interesting stories that you heard this season? Yeah, so I loved hearing Marco's story and just how he was able to prevail through all the shit that he's been through in his life, you know, all those surgeries and, you know, boosting up his music career. Um, Big B, loved hearing from her. Like, you know, she she really took, you know, the workforce by the balls and, and ran by it, ran with it. <clears throat> Crazy Eight, I always love hearing from Crazy Eight. And then having Jack and Brad on, they brought a whole different perspective on to the podcast, right? Now, we laughed and laughed and laughed, but they also had some like really interesting topics and introspection. And I, I just loved, I loved hearing all of that. Like, I loved all our guests this, this season. It was just really good. Yeah. yeah. On a personal note, it was very interesting hearing uh, Big V, who's happens to be my mom, and uh, <laughs> Dirty Skittles' mother-in-law. Uh, it was interesting, though, because I actually had not heard all of those stories before. Um, so I kind of knew about um, the Tupperware story, but hearing more about that was was really interesting to me. And just what a what a ride! So, did you get any like? Did you get uncomfortable hearing her talk about her Big V? <laughs> I just muted. I didn't even hear it. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> um. So wait. So there's more guests. So since we're we're kind of talking about these, um, Ripley. Ripley, Ripley was fantastic. Ripley, that yeah. blew my mind. Like everything that she is going through, went through, what she stands for, everything. It just blew my mind. So super appreciative to just have her on our podcast and have her share her story. Um, we had John, the energy healer, yeah. which gave you some calmness, right? Like he brought some. Yeah. A ton, tons of calmness. Like I, like, it's the best sleep I've ever had. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Even counting the time you took a gummy and. Uh, and the NyQuil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just here's a PSA. Just don't do that. Okay. <laughs> do not take NyQuil and a gummy together. You will never fucking sleep again. Yeah, I liked getting to ask John the um, inside the actors' studio questions at the end. That was fun. Um, and then before how... we move on, sorry, yeah. I just was blown away uh, that he was in a movie. Oh right? yeah, and I actually went and rewatched it, and it's just like such a weird experience. <laughs> I mean, because I don't know about our listeners and everyone else, but I don't get to see a lot of celebrities in my day to day life, uh, other than you two, of course. Uh, and then. Uh, you know, getting to see him in a movie, that was a really interesting, exciting kind of thing for me. Yeah. And we cannot forget to mention uh, the return of Mr. M. Right. And Jay. And, and Jay. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, we heard a lot from listeners who were just happy to to finally hear the rest of the story. So that was really cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it, it, it's like I said, it was such a great season with so much introspection and like healing for for all of us, right? Like, I I feel like every time we record, like a, another piece of my heart gets healed, or I learn something new. And you know, this time last year was pretty much close to the downward spiral that I was going down. 
and to look forward to where I am now. And I'm in such a better place. And I I have to think it's because of the podcast that I'm in such a better place. And I'm in a really good headspace and I have a, an amazing co-host. And our producer is badass. <laughs> Thanks. And we can't forget, I mean, Tiki, we, I know we've been talking about it off off the episode, but um, that was just, just a great episode all around. Yeah. I want to go drinking with Tiki. <laughs> good news. He'll be in town in a week, week and a half. So we actually, we could. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> it's like, it's like day one, bro. It's like day yeah. one. I'm saying people's day names one. and shit. All right. <laughs> 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 all right. Let's. Are we ready for the next que- for the next question? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna dive into some listener questions. Uh, the first being, what would you say is the most surprising thing you've learned about yourself by doing the podcast or just in the process of doing the podcast? Wow. The deep, the deep, deep introspection. <laughs> you went. Uh, you went back in time with that. For me, it learning more about myself and learning more about what other people are going through and how they get through their day-to-day lives. It's my world. Um, And I think the other thing is um, she's just my wife. Like she, every time we talk about the podcast, my face just lights up. Yeah. For me, I would say, even though everybody has a unique story or, you know, they come from a different background. I always am kind of shocked how similar our struggles are, like how much I'm able to take away from their story that'll help me in my day-to-day life. So that to me is is still kind of mind-blowing when we talk to somebody that I'm like, I can relate to that, you know? Awesome. So let's move from relating to uh, looking up to someone. So in life... When you think about maybe a mentor or an aspirational person, or it could even be a role if that's something that, you know, like a life life goal, uh, I'd love to hear from both of you. Who is that? Well, I have already gotten this through this podcast to talk to at least three of them. Oh, cool. Yeah. One cool. crazy eight. Just hearing my dad on a personal level and not like a father daughter level. Viv, because when I worked there, I looked at her like, this is the most successful person ever. And like, she stood for everything that I wanted to be one day. And then G-Rex, you meant you mentored me at Ultimate. So now I get to do a fucking podcast. Oh, that's really sweet. She was like, make connections, bro. Figure out who's going to help you and don't be scared to just ask them for help. So. Okay. Now that you got me a little choked up, (laughs) asshole. Um. So you don't have to say me. I know it's me. <laughs> well, well, it is you. And like, you know, a year ago, the podcast wasn't even in our, our wheelhouse, right? And you you bring out parts of me that I don't think anybody else has ever been able to bring out of me. And um, you will, you will allow for introspection and humor and just life's journey. Right. And to me, that is so freaking important to me. Um, the second one would be my wife, you know, in she truly is a hero. Right. She she's 11 years older than me. So she's a whole nother generation ahead of me. 
but just to see how her eyes light up when I talk about the podcasting, how much healing has gone on, gone on over the last year has been amazing to me. And then, of course, Viv. You know, I've looked up to Viv for 15 years. And I know she's going to cry when she hears this, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't care anymore. Um, she has just such such a good heart, and she's a, a true empath like I am. So we always wear our heart on our sleeves. We're always like worried about how other people feel. But she she was so open and so honest with us about what was going on in her life and how her upbringing and just hearing that side from her, man, it. It, it just it made my heart feel good, and um, yeah, like we're we're in a really amazing place in our life right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Absolutely. I I'm gonna chime in on this question yeah. personally. Um, it was kind of exciting. I have lots of folks that I would put in this category, um, but just in the context of the podcast, actually, Mr. M is is on there. So a quick backstory on that is um, my first. Uh, opportunity to work at a software company. Um, I actually worked on a team with Mr. M and he was my original mentor. And uh, for those who, who know me, I'm a bit of a, I'm very excitable <laughs> and uh, jump into like things, go- <laughs> jump into like things a, a gold retriever. I am like a gold retriever. <laughs> what? What? Ball? Ball? <laughs> um, and uh, definitely could have gotten off to a rough start at that because I was just way too like um, maybe overly ambitious right off the bat. So he pulled me aside. was like, hey, man, like you're rubbing people the wrong way. And I mean this in the best way possible and really just like reoriented me. And that was just an incredible moment. And then from that point on, right, a friend, a mentor mm-hmm. really um, taught me the ropes. Also, someone just personally to look up for right he, up to he's just such a a nice, caring, kind person, mm-hmm. um, cares about everyone, will do anything for anyone, just a, just an all-around great person. So uh, I, I definitely – it was nice hearing his story and actually hearing other people kind of express the same sentiment. So yeah. Yeah, thanks for letting me yeah, get that on the podcast. Well, we couldn't do this without you. We need somebody to edit. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, although the editing has gotten much easier. Uh, it's because we're professionals. We're pros now. Yeah. We're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. It is funny though, because that one, be, that one in particular, oh, because yeah. we had three people that are all, I think it was clear, very close to each other, mm-hmm. and then us, who's all pretty close with them. So there was a lot of uh, name dropping. Name dropping in a way that normally I can kind of edit around it and just like remove just the one name, but in that one it was it was just, wild. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving along, I'm going to add a little bit to this question, this listener question. So uh, the question is, what impact has doing this podcast had on you, both from a personal as well as as well as a mental state? And then I'm also curious, I'm going to add in a professional state because um, I know a lot of coworkers of mm-hmm. yours listen to the podcast. And I'm just curious about personal, mental and professional. You want to go first, Jurex? Yeah, so personally, um, I this podcast has been so freaking healing for me. I I didn't realize at the time I didn't realize like how much healing I needed. And you know, fast forward to where we are now, and I, I'm in just such a much better mental state and 
I'm happier. I smile more. And professionally, I'm I'm super fortunate, right? Like I work for a company where the owners of the company actually love what I'm doing, love our messaging, love the podcast. You know, we're out there helping every helping others heal every single day, and it's not only healing for our listeners, but it's healing for Dirty Skittles and I. We we get on and you know record our podcast. And it's super healing for the both of us. I I, I hope you don't mind me saying that very serious, but like we, our faces just light up when we do this. And I, I'm incredibly fortunate. Um, I get to work with, you know, amazing people at my job. And I get to record with my amazing co-host who makes me laugh and helps me like see deeper inside myself. Then I I don't think I would have had if I hadn't had the podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, I would say for me personally, it is it has given me an outlet to be creative. And why that's important is because I think that's how I get out of my head. If I can do something that's creative, that's my kind of little thing, then it helps kind of the everyday like grind of working a nine to five you know I can get out and do this and have fun um mentally I mean I learn something every single recording that we do that helps me so I would say that um and then professionally it's always that's a very interesting (laughs) question because a lot of my coworkers listen to the podcast but I think they all kind of know how awkward I am, just socially awkward. <laughs> so they don't necessarily will, they don't always talk to me about the episode. Um, but I have one coworker who I will seek out, you know, his opinion on how an episode went. And um, that's been interesting. It's been interesting. He's brought a lot of good perspectives. And uh, Viv's episode was one that, you know, I knew selfishly for me that I was going to get to talk to somebody who I looked up to, but I knew it would heal kind of that empty space of, you know, missing ultimate. And after speaking with him, because I, I actually got closure on, on speaking with Viv and I brought it up to him. And at that point, I think he had listened to it twice already <laughs> when we <laughs> talked that day. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, how do you feel? Like expecting him to say like after part two, well, I feel closure or whatever. And, and he did, but he also brought that perspective of it was not only closure for ultimate, but it was closure for this person he looked up to. So, like, he was essentially saying goodbye twice. Mm-hmm. And so he had to listen to it a couple of times to kind of fully depart from that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just been it's been interesting to get those perspectives, especially when it's people you work with. So, And go, going back to that uh, sort of mentor conversation we were having um one of your old mentors old bosses i know you keep in really close touch <laughs> with him yeah uh, and you've been chatting with him about the episodes yes you can talk about that a little bit yeah i mean i asked him to today i'm like hey is there any questions you have for us and like he is such a he's he's just so good you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to, like, sum it up, but he always has good insight, good advice, whether it's personally or professionally. 
he married Bizzle and I. So like this is somebody that I I look up to. And sure as shit, if it didn't take him two seconds to just drop something real heavy and hard that I'm like, that is an amazing idea, but we're not going to be able to fit that in the next 30 minutes. Like, we're going to have to do that for the next season. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, so you're um, not going to share. You're going to keep this a secret and like, a, uh, what do you call that? Cliffhanger? Yeah, sort of. I mean, he has a really good way to end seasons. Mm. And... um. Yeah, I mean, we just couldn't do it in the, in the next 30 minutes. I mean, I can. are you going to edit it out if I say what it is? No. Oh. <laughs> Keep it a secret for me. That would okay, be exciting. Okay. Keep, it, exciting keep it a secret. Me. But I will say, every time we do a cliffhanger, like a two-part episode, I cannot tell you how many emails or texts I get about that and how frustrated people are that they have to wait. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll try our best, I think, next next season for less of those. But sometimes the conversation is just so good, we can't, we can't cut it short yeah. or edit it down too much. <laughs> That's true. So just on one more note on the professional aspect. So I've actually like started um, putting uh, information out onto LinkedIn. At first, I didn't feel really super comfortable about that. But as like with Viv's episode and a few other episodes where I think it's like really pertinent to people's work life and managing their mental health. I've been putting information out on LinkedIn and just the, the notes I get back from people. I mean, it makes me cry. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I left, I left UKG <clears throat> or my previous job, you know, in April and people are still reaching out to me to this day, thanking me, and Dirty Skills for doing this podcast because it's healing for them. Not even just not even not just the big episode, but you know, other episodes that we've done, because they get so much introspection and healing and learning from those episodes. It it's uh heartwarming to me. Yeah, I think I mean the thing I come the common thread I hear most is a lot of people appreciate the fact that like they hear the, the stories and and people's lives and they're not alone right because we've covered a ton of ground a lot of different topics and i think a lot of people really appreciate that it's maybe they felt like they were to some degree alone in that experience or that story and that the reality is is there's lots of other people out there going through the same thing good and bad mm-hmm <laughs> like oh we're gonna get a we're gonna get a response but Nope, just just blank I stare. It didn't need it. It didn't need it. You you said something right. amazing, so I just let it roll. Man. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> Why are you laughing now? Okay, so it's very strange interviewing you. Why? In this con- because I mean, we have a lot of conversations, but they're a lot less formal. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I mean, you don't have to be formal. Yeah, you don't have to be formal. Are oh, we so formal? The talks was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> And the bow tie. Yeah, the yeah. bow tie. <laughs> uh, so let's start with Jurex. I want to start with you on this one. Um, what would you say you learned unexpectedly recently? And I, I'm asking actually aside from the podcast, just in life, any unexpected uh, life lessons or just something you've learned? Yeah, I, I, I've learned that boundaries are so fucking important. Like, I have a box now. It's called the drama box. So if it smells like drama, it doesn't come in my box anymore. A year ago, yeah, it probably would have seeped through and like sucked me in. But now I'm like, you can't with you. What? I, my mind um, is in the gutter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can, can you like reel it back? 
I'm like trying to be serious here, girl. Deep thoughts and you're over here. <laughs> deep thoughts, but like having that boundary, have setting up those boundaries have been so important to me. How because do you approach- now how, how do I do it? I was gonna ask how you how you approach that because it's not always easy to set boundaries with folks. Like it's mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's uh it's a either a difficult or fierce conversation or harder. I, I, so the harder part of it is just not engaging period, right? Like not saying anything, like somebody else say something and I won't engage. And that's the hardest part for me because I'm so used to engaging, but you know, something I learned in therapy is that you don't always have to engage, right? So I'll, I'll sit with it for a while before I decide whether it gets to come in the drama box or not. I think that's that's been very healing for me, right? And I I can take that lesson and in, into like either a work situation or a personal situation and have a little introspection about whether or not it's really that important to engage. And that's that's something that I've learned and it's so powerful. I'm sweet challenge. I know the three of us are are problem solvers, right? It doesn't matter what the problem or the context mm-hmm. or is it your job or not. And we just jump in and we're like, okay, we can help or we can get involved or do what we can to solve that. But not, it's not always our place or really in our best interest to do that. So I'm just going to keep, keep following up with you, G-Rex, but I'm curious like, okay. when you see that problem or you hear that, that conversation, like, what are you, are you having a, a conscious thought to say that isn't something I should engage in? Or is it just through the therapy you've kind of just been able to uh sort of subconsciously do that it's a lot of self-talk right it's like okay is this healthy for me do i need to get involved you know what will be the outcomes of this and like i i run that scenario back through my head and if i get like no's on all three of those i disengage Mm, because For myself, I I need that for me because I do not want to go back down that friggin' scary path I went through from October to December of last year, right? I I need to keep those boundaries and and kind of stick with it. And I think I'm a better person because of it. What about you, George Gittles? Life lesson, something you've learned unexpectedly? You know, I should have been thinking about my I answer. I you had all this time. But I was, I was listening to D-Rex. Um, well, because last time you talked about being an active listener, so maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say it is, it's easy to forget how hard I worked in therapy to get to where I was or am. And I think what I've learned is that it's constant work. It's never just like, oh, it's fixed and you never have to think about it again. You have to always be working on yourself. And so there are still times now where I think it's easy to sort of slip back into bad habits and learning that I have already have the tools to be able to acknowledge and identify something and then work to resolve it is something that I'm constantly working and you know working on and you know yeah i mean there you go (laughs) (laughs) 
and we can cut this if you want, but um, so here, here's the question. So G-Rex talked about boundaries, and I'm going to, you know, make the, the leap to assume that's both personal and professional. What are you doing to make that leap as well? Professional and personal? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I, it might have been last year, maybe. Oh, it's before we moved to Georgia. I set probably one of the tallest and strongest boundaries personally that I never, ever, ever thought I would do. And that has actually brought me such great joy and a weight off my shoulders. And I kind of what you were saying, one of the hardest parts is to not engage because I feel like it's important to understand that when you set a boundary that's healthy for you, doesn't necessarily mean the other party is going to abide by that boundary. So when they test it, it's it's important to not engage. And so I had set the boundary. I felt the weight lift off my chest. And it wasn't until literally maybe yesterday or this morning, because time blurs together mm-hmm. now, that I that that person finally acknowledged that that was my boundary and didn't test it. And I was like, oh, like that shit worked, you know, like that. That has been awesome and has provided a lot of relief professionally. I don't think I I think I'm learning that. um. And I think I where I struggle with it is how much of myself am I willing to protect and set up boundaries? Because I think, and I might be wrong, but I feel like personally, like my emotions aren't always like necessarily, it's not really work, right? But it, but it still affects you emotionally. So I don't know. I, I'm struggling with setting up professional boundaries. But I am starting to learn that l- loyalty isn't quite the same as staying with somewhere, someplace because you want to be loyal to them doesn't really make sense when they are not helping you. It's, it's a challenge, the imbalance between, you know, the employee-employer relationship, right? Because... As an employee, right, you need the paycheck, all those things. Um, And what uh, just personally, not necessarily what you're saying, but for me, it took a long time to get to the realization that like everyone's replaceable. C-suite down, right? It's not a not everybody loves hearing that. It took me a lot, a lot of years to figure that out. Um, But employers, you know, they usually it's the most important relationship, right, is you and your boss. Um, And sometimes employers have to make tough decisions, right? That your employee, your boss can't really necessarily make that, that choice. So it's challenging to, I guess what I was trying to get to is that it's challenging to always set those boundaries because there's an imbalance. There's also, you know, you don't want to let your coworkers down. Um, and at least with you two and many other people I work with, a, a, just a passion for the role and the client. And so you're like, am I letting down my coworkers? Am I letting down the client, um, all with this sort of umbrella of imbalance between the employer because they're banking on a lot of that loyalty, a lot of that passion for the client and the the coworkers' rights to to kind of keep folks, yeah, in role. I I will tell you, it took me forty four years though to learn those boundaries. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that I 
probably held, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, but, but it, it, it took a mental breakdown for me to figure out what that was. And, you know, I wish that, you know, I'd had those, set those boundaries up 20 years ago. I probably wouldn't have gotten to where I was. Yeah. Personally, it took me, what, 40, I don't want to say how old I am, <laughs> 40-ish years <laughs> to learn how to set personal boundaries with that needed, that should have, well, I don't want to, I don't want to like negate, but that I could have said, I guess, had I had the right tools way earlier on in life. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it matters how long it takes you to get there as long as you get there, you know? Right. I think for our listeners too, is that they, they need to learn how to set boundaries, both, both personal and professional, because your life is so much better with those boundaries. Sorry, I was trying to read the next question. <laughs> you can read. Go for it. Um, kind of actually on that same same topic, uh, but a, a little bit different is, um, is there something that uh, you've heard people call self-care, but in reality might not be self-care, might actually be detrimental or harmful? And again, not therapists or anything like that, but just, you know, kind of in your own experience. I mean, I can tell you for me. What I, I still struggle with it, but what I used to do before and call it self-care was indulging. Mm. I've had a shit day at work. <laughs> I am going to drink this entire bottle of wine and have ice cream and have donuts and have whatever because I just don't give a fuck. I'm tired. I feel like shit. And this is going to make me feel better. Realizing that for me, that does not work. That doesn't work physically, like like I think I, <laughs> TMI, but I think I have a gluten intolerance. So like the donuts is, anyways. I realized for me, indulging is not is not healthy, and that while it may taste good, <laughs> um, I need I I would benefit more from actually diving into what has pissed me off or what has stressed me out that day, and come to terms because. In the grand scheme of things, once I come to terms with whatever it is and have tools and figure out what I'm going to do, that will last longer. And I will benefit from that longer than eating or drinking in that moment. So I hear a lot of people like, oh, you've had a tough day. Just just eat that or like do this or whatever. It's going to be fine. And it doesn't always work. I think the funny part about that is that a lot of studies are showing that exercise is actually really good for mental health and, and things like that. So I fall in the same category right where I have a tough day and I'm like, oh, let me just have a, a whiskey or eat this, you know, this dessert or whatever. When in reality, for me, at least, I think exercising would have been the answer, but <laughs> I still fall into that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I agree with dirty skills. It's indulging, right? So we indulge in, in booze. We indulge in food. We indulge in, you know, watching a certain genre of TV or whatever, but in reality, it, it comes back to bite you in the ass, right? Like the next day you wake up, you've got a fucking hangover, your stomach hurts. You know, I, I think that just exercising instead of indulging would be better. But I, I've been better about self-care. Like for me, self-care is, you know, I got up from my desk and got something to eat today. Or, you know, I walked outside and, you know, grounded myself um, in, in the earth. Things like that, I think, are better tips for self-care than um let's go drink a 
a gigantic bottle of wine and call it a day. For sure. Yeah. Completely open world answer. Um, where would you say you are currently in life? Oh. <laughs> Side note, I like that I wrote that down, but that just shocked me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you did write this this particular question down, and you just got blown away by your own question. <laughs> toot toot. Uh, <laughs> can you ask that question again? Sorry, we distracted. <laughs> Squirrel. Yes. So, completely open-ended. Where would you say you are currently in life? Where am I am personally in life? I, okay, this is, this might go off on a tangent. You might have to cut this shit out. But I'm going to tell you, personally in life, while I am learning how to set boundaries, and I think, I think I'm on the verge of like my forever next move, right? Like I feel it. I feel the energy in the air. Maybe it's because my crystals are charging. <laughs> full eclipse. Yeah, getting your crystals eclipse. charged. Like I'm feeling like, no, I say that because not too long ago, sneak peek in season four, we have someone who it continues to impact me this episode almost every other week. And it is a life coach, right? Although mm -hmm. she doesn't call herself a life coach, if I remember correctly. She has another term, but you, you get the idea. Yeah. And there was this mantra of that episode where it was, I choose me. And it has continued to just stick with me. And so I feel like I'm on the verge of making my next big move. And I'm right now planning it strategically because while it's a passion of mine, I got bills to pay, bud. You know, I need benefits. <laughs> I got like a husband and a child. So I can't completely abandon ship to go and do this passion thing. So I'm finding a way to do it now because we also, another sneak peek, had somebody on season four who talks about the fact that we, it's natural to keep pushing something off. Just do it. Just, if you can, if you have the means to do it, just jump into it. And I do. And so I'm I'm there. I'm like, I'm on this verge of like doing something that I'm actually going to be proud of that I think I'm going to be super successful at. I can start it now while I have that stability. Well, at least I think I have the stability. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling excited. It's the crystals. <laughs> it's the energy. It's well, vibing downstairs. <laughs> I mean, I have I have enjoyed watching you do this this project. And I think you're you seem to be really Are passionate you enjoying with it. Me? <laughs> no, I didn't wow. Think. Okay, me, keep this PC. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen what you've been doing over there. <laughs> hey, girl. And I, I like what I see. You know Kate Bates la, la. gonna hear this, or she'd be like, oh, uh, turn it off. <laughs> I can hear her. Uh, I'll just send her more chicken memes. It's <laughs> for you, Kate Bates. <laughs> no, but I've, I have seen, you know, the project. We're not gonna talk about exactly what it is yet, right? Okay. Uh, she's nodding for those who can't see her, which is everyone. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's really exciting. It seems like it'll be a lot of fun and, you know, it could turn into something huge. It could just be something fun, anything in between, yeah. as long as you're enjoying it. My goal is to be self-employed. That's my goal. I'm putting it out in the universe. By this time next year, I will be successful in my two passion projects, putting it out there. 
And the crystals are listening. (laughs) 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 Did you get teary-eyed, babe? That's a lot of pressure on those crystals. (laughs) They don't know what they're in for. About to be diamonds when we get upstairs. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, My bad, Urex. You got us in a weird moment. (laughs) I I, I did. I think my eyes are burning out a little bit. Mm. Um, Where am I at in my life? I'm grateful. Mm. I'm fucking grateful. I'm grateful for what I went through, where I'm at now. I'm grateful for the podcast. I'm grateful for my life. I, I'm i incredibly blessed, right? Like, I'm at a point in my life where, like, I don't have to really give a fuck about a lot of things, but I give a fuck about the things I'm super passionate about. The podcast, my my wife, my house here in upstate New York, my friends. I'm fucking, I'm so grateful for life and these experiences that never in a million fucking years did I think was going to happen because a lot of this shit was not in my wheelhouse, right? I think I had to go through all that shit to get where I'm at now, but I'm eternally grateful for for everything. I'm I'm grateful for my therapist and, but most important, of all, I'm, I'm grateful for my wife because she she's so funny. She's like, I've never seen you work so hard on something you don't get paid for. <laughs> but I'm so passionate about what we do with our podcast. And I know that every day we're helping people deal with their own shit. And I don't ever want anybody to feel as lonely and terrified as I did. Because at the time that it was happening, I couldn't find my voice and I couldn't find my footing. And just the people we hear from, like when I read our reviews and people that send me emails and texts, people have called us healers. I don't see myself as a healer. I see myself as, you know, being my authentic self and having organic conversations with people and sharing my story, right? And I I think, well, I know that it has been so impactful on my own personal life that, you know, I wake up every day and I'm like happy that it's a new day. And so um, I have to thank Mother Wheel for, you know, letting me fulfill that passion. I, I think it was a void missing in my life that now is here and we see it uh, through fruition. And um, it's a little scary, mm-hmm. right? Because um, nobody, we didn't ever think that people would listen to us. And, now we, you know, we get people in 60,000 countries listening to us and we have 140,000 plus downloads. Like, how does that happen? Crazy. It's really crazy. <laughs> and now I got a little teary on. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I think that's a nice transition to maybe we could preview some exciting stuff that's coming up and maybe talk a little bit um, about just how the sausage is made, right? I don't think we talk a lot about how like the podcast is done or anything like that. So um, leading this off, basically where I'm going is, is we're actually, I think we're about halfway through recording next season. I think we have seven. Yeah. I think so. Already recorded. We're booked all the way through season five. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Uh, Maybe, maybe what would be interesting to the listeners is um, talking about like some behind the scenes. So maybe talk about 
how do you find guests? Talk maybe about the the interview process, right? Because there's, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into that part, um, stuff like that. So maybe I'm gonna give G Rex yeah. a huge shout out on this one. So it kind of starts. This is from my point of view. G Rex will say, "Hey, I have this person. I think they're gonna be really interesting in the podcast." And then I go, "Okay, cool." Mm-hmm. And then. 25 invites show up in your, in your <laughs> and on your calendar your and i'm Google like let's ride <laughs> yeah and um then after that we do pre-recording interview mm-hmm. just to make sure you know our vibes are flowing well kind of get an idea of what topic we're going to discuss we i'm all, i'm just a, a very um intre- interested no that's not a good word inquisitive mm-hmm. inquisitive inquisitive person so as i'm kind of hearing their story of what they're comfortable sharing i jot down a few talking points because i don't want to forget them mm-hmm. and you know i know you know because sometimes we have like this pre-recording meetings and then it's like four or five weeks later we're actually recording so it's important for me to not forget so i have this little notebook i little mm-hmm. jot them down and then we come out and then we kind of talk about it but you do a lot more work and booking guests yeah just to piggyback off that y'all are doing basically two to three i don't know pre-screens just like preview conversations every week right to really get to like those interesting and incredible stories so yep, that part's really interesting and also kind of a lot of work yeah i mean yeah probably more for g-rex i mean it's a lot of time i would say we're putting a lot of time into this Mm -hmm. like i think season one Again, we didn't think anybody would listen, so we were just sort yeah. of like, "Hey, do you want to record today? Yeah, fuck it, let's just pop out four and like, because we're just so like, you know, we'll talk." And now there's a lot more thought going into it. Um, if it's not like somebody I know personally who I find interesting, most of the talent comes from either you or G Rex. So, what about you, G Rex? So for me, like, I don't know how this happened, but <laughs> <laughs> because I honestly don't about. A month and a half ago, we started getting a ton of guest requests on through email. Mm-hmm. And it's like from all different walks of life, like Wall Street Journal bestsellers, Emmy, uh, Emmy Award winning um, music artists, um, psychotherapists, and everybody's got a story. And I, I ended up having to get Calendly because I couldn't manage our calendar anymore by just via email, right? So mm-hmm. I would send a link out to the guests that were interviewed that you know were interested in being on the podcast. You know, everybody has to come in with their own personal mental health journey because we want to stay on mission, right? I don't, I, I don't mind people coming in and like you know talking about their podcasts or you know their businesses or whatever, but. We want to make sure that we have that meat and potatoes of mental health because, you know, everybody has that for their own journey. And so now, like Dirty Skittle said, we we have guests through, actually, it's through season six now, <laughs> uh, probably through May of 2024. And like, who the fuck ever would have thought that would happen mm-hmm. is beyond me. But like, you know, people that are coming into the inbox are like genuine people, right? And it's not just like big people. It's like a lot of little, a lot of little people, right? And I, I, I want to stick with like the little people 
because I, they all have a journey, right? And a lot of times their stories don't get told. And I, I want to make sure that their stories get told and that it could be a, a learning or a healing process for somebody else that's going through something similar. Uh, the other thing that's kind of cool is like somebody did uh, a random interview on us, right? I, I read the interview, and, or not the interview, but uh, a review. And like, I, it brought me to tears. Like, how? number one, how did you fucking find us, right? Because there's 4.5 million podcasts out there. How you found us is beyond me. You want the and article? Yeah, the, art, the review, mm-hmm. right? That somebody did like that. And, you know, shout outs from different podcasts and, and things like that. I, it, it's a lot of work, but it's not work. Right. It's a passion and I, and I enjoy doing it and I enjoy meeting these new people because with each person we, we interview, I become personally invested now. Right. So now we have three, four seasons of people that we've never met before. Uh, we have a few that we've met, but we've never met these people before, you know, didn't know about them. And now we get to hear their stories and their journeys and we're not only helping ourselves, we're helping our listeners. And I think that's the coolest part about all of this. Yeah. I find myself personally uh, super invested in the guest and then following them afterwards and just kind of (laughs) seeing what they're doing. Marco went by Marco, right? Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember if he, I I, I can't remember if every guest comes up with a. This season, almost everybody went by their real name. Yeah. Minus the one oh. that I fucked up so earlier. Like, uh, so like Marco, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I follow him on Instagram and he's always posting new music and yeah. just really. I still hear him singing. And I'm not cutting that out. Yeah, you fucking are, bud. <laughs> nope. <laughs> too late. Too late. I can cut, I can cut, the, I can cut that out. Uh, I got the singing in there. Don't you fucking. I swear to Christ. I don't Lip fucking biscuit. Uh, Lip biscuit. What? <laughs> She just starts throwing in random. Bri- <laughs> you know what would be wild mm. is if we book somebody from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, uh, t- don't tell my mom. Yeah, don't tell your mom at all, just to see if she listens. Like, was the last episode you heard? Yeah, but it's <laughs> nice. To- fan, sorry. But yeah, like so, Marco, super invested. Ripley, mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, my background is music, so anybody that comes on and talks about music, I'm going to be uh, super into. But uh, Every story, it's just so, so engaging and just really for me personally, I, I, it's, it just added like more color to my life to like, just follow people and what they're doing in their lives, that kind of thing. So I've, I've really enjoyed that. Love that. It, it, it reminds me of um, Tales from the Crossface 2.0. Mm-hmm. Like I never in a million years would have listened to a podcast like that. <laughs> and as creepy as they are, like they're funny, right? Yeah. And like... <laughs> Like, I think we all need that levitivity in our life that, you know, we need to find something that's going to make us laugh other than the dirty skills and I talking to each other every morning. If you had told me two months ago that I would have subscribed and downloaded and listened to a podcast about pest control, <laughs> <laughs> I would not have believed you. <laughs> not, not for a second, but, oh, man, those guys are hilarious. They're so they're, funny. Yeah, they're not that I have a favorite child, but <laughs> that actually had me laughing so fucking hard and like such a great mood after chatting with those guys. So yeah. good. 
So before we get to our very last question of the podcast, we got a couple things we're pretty excited about, some things we want to plug. Uh, first, I'm going to throw this over to you, Dirty Skittles. We have a live session coming up. So do you want to tell the folks about the live session that's coming up? Yes. Have you ever sat while listening to this and thought to yourself, man, I feel like I'm in a room with them. <laughs> well, now you can be, sort of. We are going to record a live session of G-Rex and I talking about holiday depression. We're going to welcome you to our Thanksgiving table. You can sit and eat with us. Have a little cocktail if you'd like. If that's your thing. If not, make yourself a cup of coffee, tea, water, and just chill with us and watch us live. So hopefully we don't have anything that we would normally edit out happen. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, speaking of um, chilling with us, as you put it, um, we have a way that our listeners can actually submit questions about seasonal depression, seasonal emotions, things like that. So go in the show notes, find that link, submit your question or, or comment, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be covering it at that live session. Whoop. Whoop. So awesome. Exci- yep. And then uh, G-Rex, for you, we have some really exciting news on the merch and how to get in touch and website front. Do you want to, do you want to talk us through what we got going on going over there? Yeah. So um, in the show notes, there's going to be a link to our uh, webpage. Uh, within that webpage, there's a link for merch. You can go out. We have shirts. We have sweatshirts. We have shot glasses. We have coffee mugs. We have a flask that I was drinking out of earlier. Um, we have all sorts of cool stuff that we're adding in every day. And um, just you can go in. Uh, it's in the um, the headers. Just click on merch. Take you out to our website. They uh, drop ship it to you without having to come through us. Uh, within the website, too, is if you don't feel comfortable leaving us a, a voice message, you can actually shoot us an email from the same place. Um, and if you still feel comfortable, we don't have this yet. We're working on it. We have a newsletter. So if you subscribe, um, we're really shooting for season four for that newsletter. Um, you know, still things we're learning how to do. But uh, we've made a lot of updates to our webpage. So. Yeah, if you want to submit a question, but to G-Rex's point, you don't want to go by your name or you want it to be anonymous, just put that in the, the comment, right? You can come up with your own uh, pseudonym like we all have, <laughs> um, or you can just put anonymous. That works great, too. Yep. All right. So to wrap up this season, I'd like to ask a future-looking question. Where do you each see yourself a year from now? Um, In a year from now. I am going to be much happier, more successful, and more creative. Oh, that's that's a tough act to follow. I think, <laughs> I, is that I'm going to be all the good synonyms. All of those? That's me. <laughs> a year from now, um, I'm I'm hoping that I'm still in this super grateful. Um, mood that I'm in, um, that the podcast has touched even more lives, um, help others out there and professionally just doing what I love. Um, you know, I'm super, super fortunate to get to do the job that I do. Right now, so. Great answer. What about you, Bizzle? 
Oh, where do I see myself in a year? Yeah. Oh, I didn't... turning the tables. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> mm. I mean, I have to be honest. I'm I'm enjoying life pretty much right now. You know, I have. Are you fucking with me? No, I, I wow. like. I'm like, you know, I have a job I really like. Uh, you know, happy, healthy family. Um, we're doing good work on the podcast. I really enjoy that. I'm doing some music stuff, which I really enjoy. Um, yeah, I think just mostly just continuing to kind of like you said, G-Rex, stay in that really positive mindset and, um, just weeding out anything that's a distractor and continue to improve on the things that I'm, I'm really enjoying and getting, uh, you know, high emotional return on. Yeah. That's, that's super important. Awake, no, awake and not crying. Awake and not crying. <laughs> awake and not crying. <laughs> At a bare minimum, awake and not crying. <laughs> It's okay to be not okay. Just make sure you're talking to someone. <laughs>